You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. If, 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 if your blood runs orange and blue, orange and blue, blue this, this is the pod, is for, the pod you. for you. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. So let's begin with Wednesday night's win. So uh, it wasn't always pretty, but the Knicks extended their win streak to three games after knocking off the Spurs at home Wednesday night. Spurs hung around for most of the game and even took the lead in the fourth quarter, but the Knicks were rescued by a heroic performance from Jalen Brunson, a Jalen Brunson who did not play in last week's loss to the Spurs. So that's interesting to note. Brunson had a career high, 38 points, a regular season career high. He did have 41 points uh, in the playoffs last season. Julius Randle struggled with the shot, but did add 25 points and 13 rebounds. Quinn Grimes hit a clutch three in this game. He had a clutch defensive stop in this game. Um, he added 14 for the Spurs. Kelvin Johnson led the way once again with 26 points. I will be very happy not to see Kelvin Johnson play against the Knicks for the rest of the season. Um, the Spurs had two chances either to tie or take the lead late, but in one possession, suffered a five seconds violation and this just in Tommy, I think uh, Jeremy Zohan is still looking to inbound the ball. <laughs> I think he's still sitting there, even though there's nobody in the arena at Madison Square Garden, still looking for an open spur. Um, because, it, like, despite, like, Clyde said, the whistle didn't blow. I don't think he would have ever inbounded that ball. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that play. And then you had the final possession where, again, Quinn Grimes makes a big play and they don't even get a shot off. So, um, talking about this win, Tommy, uh, should Nick fan feel good about it? Let's just, keep, let's just be honest. Like, should you feel good about a win where you struggle against – uh, such a lowly team like the Spurs and, and a game you thought you should have put away maybe in the first quarter. Should the Knicks have put the Spurs away in the first quarter? Yes. Should it have been this close in the fourth quarter? No. Is there cause for concern? Absolutely. But again, at the end of the day, Knicks got a W and and that's important. And, you know, I was, I, 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 I was thinking about Knicks fans, you know, kind of angry, you know, they'll swallow the win, you know, with, with the teaspoon of medicine, you know, like they, they, they'll accept it obviously. Um, and, uh, you know, but you know, the reality is how, how excited can you be about beating the worst team in the NBA in terms of net rating, one of the worst teams in the league, certainly by, by most metrics. Um, and I just, I kind of want to take a little bit of a different tact on it. Um, after the Knicks game last night, the Pistons were playing in Golden State, a game that started after the Knicks loss. Pistons yep. ended up beating the Warriors in Golden State. Um, after the Knicks game last night, the Lakers were playing um, – uh, who, who did the Lakers play? Uh, the Heat. The Heat. I watched Lakers, that game. Lakers played Miami. Um, no LeBron, Miami, no AD. 
Miami fully healthy. The Lakers, LeBron, non-COVID illness out. AD, as we know, is out. Lakers, Dennis Schroeder is 32 points, and they, and they beat Chicago. I say all that to say this, and that type of stuff has happened with alarming regularity in, in this season. Um, if we take a step back from, you know, the, the last night's ugly win, Knicks riding a three-game winning streak. That's tied for the longest in the Eastern Conference. Tells you about parity. Um, sixth place in the East, three games above 500. Tells you about parity. Knicks have a better record than the than the Heat, than the aforementioned Warriors, than the Suns team they beat last night. Suns lost again last night. They're just one game over 500. Knicks have a better net rating than the Nuggets, the Bucks, and the Clippers. Um, so again, look at it, it, the totality of it. Is the Knicks are prop, you know, they're gonna they're gonna um they're two games away from the season's exact midway point. They will be above 500 at that midway point, even they even if they lose their next two games for the first time in a decade, uh, and I think Whoa. just the third or fourth time this century. Um, so we can focus on the negatives. We'll talk about the negatives, they need to be addressed. I'm talking defensive efficiency, um, I'm talking about offensive stagnation in the fourth quarter. That's a major yeah. issue. I'm talking about these free throw yips that Randall and, and Brunson are, are having of late. I'm talking about playing those guys too many minutes that may be attributing that may be a factor in the in the free throw missed free throws down the stretch yeah. and the and the and the poor fourth quarter performance all that stuff is wrapped in and we'll get there but just as a big picture point i think i just want to let nick fans give them a reminder um that where you are right now um we're recording this uh 113 on january 5th um is is a pretty good spot to be all things considered yeah and i think you know i i like that you mentioned the other games that happened on Wednesday night because I, I watched uh, a lot of the Lakers game and then I, I caught the highlights of the Warriors game. Like, like that could be your, that could be you. Like you, we, the Knicks could have been the Heat on Wednesday night. The Knicks could have been the Warriors on Wednesday night. Um, the, you know, the Heat playing against a, a, a just a downtrodden Lakers team and they give up thirty one to Dennis Schroeder. Um, the uh, the Warriors lose on a game winner uh, by Sadiq Bay, kind of a, a crazy shot. Like. That that could have happened, and and again, and maybe Jerry, Jeremy Swain inbounds the ball. Maybe they, it would have happened. So the fact that it didn't, you do have to take some credence in that. Hey, the Knicks got to win. There are other teams in the league, teams that uh, were expected to be better than the Knicks, teams that you expect to probably turn around in the second half and have better second halves. Uh, they they are struggling, and and they are struggling to get these games. So right now in the NBA, there is hyper parity. Um, particularly in the middle of, of the team, you know, maybe the top three or four teams in these conference for the East is five. Definitely seem like solid, but uh, everyone else is very close, a lot closer than people think. Just as an aside, and I wrote about this morning because I was, for some reason, I was looking at um, the 2017 finals and the, basically the 2017 Warriors run. They went 16 and one. That was the first day they won 73 games. Kevin Durant joined the team and they just run ran rough shot over the rest of the NBA, um, swept the first round, swept the second round, swept the Western Conference finals and beat the Cavs 4-1 in the finals. Um, it, that just it, it, it's unfathomable to think that a team could have a run like that in this postseason. I was looking at the standings. Yeah. Top five teams in the East, you can make a case that any of them will advance to the East. I, I wouldn't, I couldn't fight you if you said the Sixers or the Bucks or the Celtics um, or the Nets or or even the Cavs. And then in the West, I don't even know who who do you want yeah. to score as a favorite right now. Um, you can make a legitimate case that there's seven teams. Um, you know, uh, Clippers, uh, Nuggets. Uh, are, are the Warriors dead? I wouldn't. You know, I, I couldn't. I bury them. I'm not going to bury them right now. Yeah. Um, Pelicans. Pelicans are, are the Grizzlies. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I was just thinking, when's the last time in January you could say legitimately, you know, realistically, that there are 12 teams that wouldn't surprise you that could win a championship four months from now? Um, I just think it's an, a very interesting time in the NBA, whether it's the, you know, the NBA's um, salary cap and, and you know, and the, 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 the machinations and the lottery odds getting yeah. adjusted, whatever the case is, it's, it's pretty interesting um, that you have this much parity in the NBA because it certainly wasn't always the case. And I am not one to, I, I, I really hate the conversation around the NBA regular season being bad and, and the three-point shot ruining the game. But what I will say is I do think the three-point shot has allowed more teams to be viable maybe than ever. You know, before, like, the, the, best, the best thing I think about was, like, the early 2000s when it was clear, like, the Western Conference was going to have the champion. And it was almost certainly either going to be the Lakers or the Spurs every year. Yep. Um, yep. It was because they could just bully you and pound you in the paint. Yep. And, uh, like, like the fact that now the three-point shot has become an equalizer, any no team is out of any game. There's all 30. Yep. So so because of that, I think it's, it's allowed for a lot of these teams to kind of have these, you know, one game above 500 or one game below 500 kind of record. Um, and it allows them these top upper echelon teams to kind of be have not that much of, of, a, of a difference between them because they all play similar. Yep. Uh, there isn't a team that has this uh, very different, unique style of play. So it comes down to, you know, who should the ball better, who's more attuned defensively from night in, night out basis. And that's why you probably have this period where you have all these teams who legitimately you look at and say, hey, that team's probably a title contender. And no, there has not been a time in a long time where you could say 12 teams at this point in the season, you'd say, hey, if they got to the championship, we wouldn't be surprised. So that is an interesting point regarding just how the league is. So if you're the Knicks, um, you got to take 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 the wins where you can get them. And the Spurs shot the ball again. They shot 50% from the field last night. Um, what do you make of the Dick's defensive slippage? Like, like what, what do you think is, 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 is attributed to this? Because when they were on that eight game win streak, they were just locking everybody up. That, that's not happening anymore, even in this three game. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouthwatering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I think a lot. Part of it has to do with um, the, the minutes played. Um, since the uh, uh, the five games that uh, IQ has started in place of Randall, um, he's averaging was the number I had it here a second ago. Um, those so it's a it's forty five point three two minutes he played last night. Wow. Um, uh, obviously over forty minutes. Um, the the he's averaging forty three point one minutes a night since Christmas. That's the that five game stretch. The only other player in the NBA averaging more than forty minutes a night during that stretch, Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. Um, so the so the Knicks, uh, Luka Doncic is is exactly at forty. Randall's at forty one. Uh, IQ's at forty three. Um. You know, it's just tough for NBA players, and you give credit to IQ, and especially IQ played 45 minutes, and he's, you know, he plays, he hard, he fights over yes. screens. Yeah. You know, he's not, he's not messy, just kind of walking around in the midfield and <laughs> and, yeah. and biding his time over the course of a game. Like he, he competes on the defensive end. They rely on him to score offensively. Um, so, you know, those are hard minutes that he's playing. And Julius Randle, to his credit, um, 
four blocks and three steals last night. It's the first time in his entire career he's had at least four blocks and three steals in his game. Had the chase down blocked um, yeah. the second quarter last night. First thing I thought of was he doesn't make that play last season. Absolutely. He puts his head down, slumps his shoulders, blames a teammate for his bad pass, and and, and it's, a, it's a free basket the other way. And you still see some bad body language stuff with Randall. It drives you crazy, but it is what it is. But more often than not, he's making those effort plays, those hustle plays that he did yeah. not. Um, and again, playing four tibs, playing, you know, that defensive minded grinded out style wears you down, especially when you're playing so many heavy minutes. Um, when Obi gets back, will that be able to reduce Randall's minutes? Hopefully. I, I think that that should obviously be the case. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Um, but I think, you know, looking at it, you know, uh, uh, at the big picture since the since the Knicks went to the nine man rotation that was impacted by uh, the injuries they've had. Obviously, Brunson missed a few games. Barrett's still sidelined. Um, but that I think when you ask those guys to play that that heavy minutes for a month, six weeks, whatever the case might be, um, you start to see these. I think that's contributed to um, the late game, you know, uh, the late game. A lot of it has to do with the unevent of offense. We'll talk about that as well. But just yeah. the defensive slippage, I think, can be attributed to um, that as well. So in the short term, it gets you wins, much needed wins, because, you, you know, they're, they're, they don't have a big margin for error. I understand they want to play these guys a lot. Um, but big picture, three months from now, two months from now, two weeks from now, what kind of wear and tear does that take? Obviously, he's not comfortable with Cam Reddish. Uh, in the rotation right now. But if that buys you some additional rest for IQ, some additional rest for Randall, um, whoever the case might be, Barrett was playing plenty of minutes when he was healthy. Um, that might be something that, that Tibbs has got to look at at this point. Yeah, because, you know, I know that there are fans and, and media members who will refer to people who talk about the minutes, say, oh, the minutes police is out again. But like we've seen this story with Tibbs every single season he's coaching the NBA is that he will play certain players a ton of minutes and those players will respond and play hard for him in those minutes that they get yep. but as a season where it goes on as their, as their body wears down whether you get late in the season or the postseason uh you see those players slip you see sometimes those guys get injured um this is not just a oh it, we're just you know being talking about something that doesn't matter Yes, you want to win every game that's on the schedule. And we live and die with these games. We record podcasts three times a week. We're talking almost about every game. So we understand every game is important. But there's a bigger goal in mind um, and a longer season to consider. So when you play these guys 40 minutes in regular season games, uh, often, you know, this has been a stretch where, again, you said IQ and and, and Randall are regularly playing 40 minutes. Um, there's going to be a receipt. There's going to be a receipt that's going to have to be paid. And 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 I'm very concerned that that could be a problem as we move forward. You know, Obi should be back soon. We think. I mean, he was back last night. We'll talk about that in a second. But um, but that is something to be concerned about. I I do I do feel that way. But I do I did. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, just quickly about the minutes, please. Just a, a, a general you know point. You know, just. A, a, there, if Patrick, you know, Patrick Ewing played 40 minutes a night, he never complained. Yeah, but if we knew what we, if if science had advanced to the point where we were from comfortable and we had advanced our knowledge to the point that there's a, there's a, there is a benefit to guys not playing back to backs and not playing 47 minutes and then playing 40, then maybe Ewing's career would have lasted longer. Maybe his Achilles right. injury that's uh, sidelined in 99, you know, could have been prevented or the knee injuries that he dealt with, you know. So I understand we, you know, we look back on these times and say these guys were tough. And, but maybe it's just we're smarter now, and the and I don't want to say the smarter teams or the more savvy teams. A lot of teams understand the bigger picture 
and and they under, like like for instance, I heard somebody saying this morning, you know, LeBron sat out with a non-COVID illness. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, Jordan would have played. What if Jordan, you know, had the the flu game? He would if it was in that finals game or a playoff game. LeBron would have played, and that's why right. he's never missed a playoff game in his career. And that's right. why he's one of the most durable. You know, and 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 at age thirty-eight, he's right. still averaging twenty-nine, eight, and seven. Part of that is because he's embraced, you know, he, if he, it was up to him solely, he probably would play 82 games, 48 minutes a night. But he's surrounded by folks that understand there's a bigger picture. And, and as you know, you pay that short-term check, um, you know, that interest rate rises, you probably have to yeah. pay a bill a few months later. And, and and you made a great point about Ewing and, and the older players playing 40 minutes, you know, for a season sometimes. Yep. But people don't re- realize that it's, Basketball played in the 90s or early 2000s or even, yes. you know, mid-2000s. There are so fewer possessions per yes. game than there yes. are in games today. So 40 minutes in 1996 is totally different than 40 minutes in 2023 because you're playing maybe 40 possessions more. Um, it's more running. It's more wear and tear. And if you're talking about players like Julius Randle, like I, uh, Emmanuel Quickly, these are guys who – um, they also there's a, there's added that not all 40 minutes are equal. Yes. Um, some guys are playing a 40 minutes that is extremely high impact. Yes. Extremely physical. Uh, quickly and Randall would certainly you know fall into that category. Particularly Randall offensively in terms of the damage he takes and the contact he takes. So yeah, that's something that's going to have to be looked at as they as they move forward through the season. Uh, the nine man rotation has has shown its benefits, but um, but the minutes distribution I think will have to be looked at. The other thing about the distribution, another distribution kind of issue, maybe to talk about, is I think the shot distribution. I mean, you watched last night. Uh, you know, Brunson was cooking, so I, you can't complain much about how 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 great he was. Um, and I don't have a problem with the shots he took. Isn't but, it just um, fun? Isn't it just fun watching him work offensively? Like it's just yeah, game in, game out. You know, he's not the we talked about. It. He doesn't jump, can't jump over a phone book, and you know, doesn't fly. Doesn't you know? Isn't out? Isn't Iverson crossover out yeah. people? Just so crafty, so smart, footwork, fundamentals. You know, we said after the game, I've been working on my game since I was a baby. It shows coach's son. Um, it just it, it, it just really is fun to watch, and especially Nick fans that have for years and years and decades not had a point guard been able to run the show just watch brunson operate is, is really he's an artist he's, he's you know he's, he's a he's a he's an offensive genius when it you know defensively he gave up a lot of buckets trey jones is not a good scorer um gave up too many floaters and you know there's issues on the other end but just watching brunson work really is a joy yeah I, offensively he's a stud and oh. if he was if he was six five he'd be an oh. mvp candidate i mean i yeah. mean he's so he's so crafty he's so good and 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 he was spectacular i do quickly want to talk about uh play you a sound from Brunson last night on his career high and uh and what it took to get it I mean whatever it takes to win um I could have 38 or I could have three points if we win that's all I really care about and um that's just been my my goal my mindset and that's the mindset of this team you gotta keep it going but it does it does feel good with a win but uh just whatever it takes yeah and that's kind of attitude he he, he kind of played with he, you kind of see that as that game got tight he kind of said okay um, we cannot lose this game, and I'm not going to allow it. And the Knicks have not had a player like that in so long. Like, uh, you know, I, I guess when you talk about Carmelo Anthony, maybe in his prime, like a, a guy who could really be a closer in a game like that. The Knicks last season probably fumbled that game away, no yep. question. But uh, Brunson's individual shot making saved them in that game. But you do look at the shot distribution. You got, you know, what, 27 shots for Brunson, 26 
for Randall. He's talking about 53 combined shots. Uh, that that does concern me a little bit. Like I, I think we've seen now um, how productive IQ and Grimes can be offensively. I think that you guys see those guys get more shots in the game like this. Uh, Quentin Grimes hit a huge three in this game. He was only he was five for eight. He shot an extremely high percentage, um, but he's only getting eight shots. And, and quickly, he took thirteen. He probably lived with that. But considering uh, Brunson and Randall took you know fifty three combined, uh, I, I do think that they got to do a better job of spreading the ball around uh, to get these other guys some shots. Uh, what do you think about that? I totally agree, especially on nights when when Randall doesn't have it. Now, listen, I give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, because he's played so well at such a high level for for weeks and weeks now, he was he was he 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 earned the right to have a inefficient. I think it was nine for twenty six last yes. night. Um, he earned that, so you can't get too upset. At, but yeah. I, I mean, in, again, in terms of you know giving your ch- team the best chance to succeed, eight field goals on a night when when Grimes was three or five from deep, um, eight field goal attempts is, is just not enough. Had only nine the night before. Um, the, the the Phoenix game was five for nine. Um, it just because because again, um, it benefits you long term. You know, if you get if you get Grimes going, um, it just increases the chances that you're going to feel less double teams, less pressure. It's just going to open up driving lanes, um, et cetera. And same for IQ. Um, you know, obviously Barrett out being is part of the reason why those guys' shots attempts have been high. Yeah. Um, but as we've talked about here. Um, that Grimes should see as, if not more, because he's been a, you know, he's just as efficient um, in terms of Barrett, uh, an equal slice of the offensive pie um, when when uh, RJ is not in the game. And one other thing about Brunson, um, you know, we talked about, um, uh, you know, not being the most athletic or, you know, uh, obviously not the quickest player on the floor. He does what he, and, and he struggled defensively, but he also drew a key charge last night. Yep. Uh, he's up to 14 charges drawn, so that's second in the league um, behind Kevin Love. Um, and it's funny, I, I um, uh, drop a name here, but um, I had uh, Jeff Van Gundy on my podcast uh, a, a month ago, and one of the comparisons he used for who Obi should model his game after, which surprised me, was Kevin Love. Um, you know, he mentioned that even though um, uh, Obi, you know, because you would think Obi's a above the rim player, run, you know, complete, you know, uh, uh, just a gazelle in the open floor gets a lot of points off fast breaks, but defensively doesn't that kind of have that that quick twitch, um, that hip movement, that you know, side to side movement that that a lot of the elite defensive players have. So what mm-hmm. Love does is he just positions himself, you know, sees the floor better, um, beats guys to their spot, and that's kind of what Brunson does. He he makes up for his lack of quickness and lack of athleticism and mobility. Um, you know, by being a step ahead and willing to sacrifice his body. Um, and, and again, Brunson plus 14 um, in, in his 40 minutes last night. Um, you know, so just, it, it, again, it says a lot about him. And, and uh, as you said, Knicks don't win this game last season. Um, and the Knicks don't win this game in seasons past. And that's primarily because of Brunson. Yeah, Knicks win. Big game from Brunson. Um, they're on to Toronto. We'll be talking about that game um, on the next podcast, Friday's podcast. Uh, big game. Toronto had a uh, a weird game <laughs> Wednesday. Wednesday. It was a weird night in the NBA. A weird game. Uh, we'll, we'll talk plenty about that uh, on the next podcast. But uh, uh, considering what Pascal did to them last, uh, last time they played, I know the Knicks will definitely want to return the favor here. 